listeners. Welcome to the Shiki Podcast. We are your hosts, Alexandra Gumbert and Isabel King. Together, we bring you Shiki, where chic meets cheeky, creating the perfect cocktail. Welcome back to another one, everyone. In this episode, we chat with the one and only Miss Katarina Castaldo. We gave you guys an opportunity to submit your questions through Instagram, gathered them up, and discussed your concerns. Katarina is an expert in the skin and beauty industry, and above all, a beautiful, passionate soul who is willing to educate all of us in her area of expertise. This is part one of a two-part segment, so stay tuned for part two where we chat with her beyond skincare and dive deep in her journey and how she got here today. That one is a really good one, but that's for another time. So without further ado, let's get into skincare. What's one of like the biggest myths you've seen, whether it's on social media um, or anything like that, that's maybe like a misconception that people believe about skincare? So the misconception I have is definitely um, a lot of products out there that claim that you use this and look how smooth, look how, you know, pimple free I am. It's a joke. Mm -hmm. I have a hard time with that because I know what I go through here when I have clients like that. And believe me, would I love to give them a cream and say, here, put this on and this will all go away. It doesn't. One of the other questions that I think Mimi asked actually was any products or not even maybe not specific products. Like I know you gave me that tip to do the essential oil and a spray bottle for, um, to level out my pH on my skin. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, just any budget. Yeah. As long as you get yourself some distilled water. Okay. And some pure essential oil, because what you're doing is you're, if you're using distilled water, it's great because they've they've taken out all of the 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 um the 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 salts from it. They're take they they've purified it. You understand? So if you're going to use anything, you want to use distilled water because distilled water it's it's more of a um it's it's a sterilized water. All right. So by using that, um you use a little bit of an essential oil, like some kind of a peppermint, or even sometimes you, you use, uh, make your own lemon, okay? Use, use lemon and squirt it in, put some lime in or some ginger, do something that you can, you can think about it, okay? By using things like that, it's, it's very refreshing on the skin. And it's not, you know, at the end of the day, what is helping your skin is that distilled water. Okay, because it's restoring the pH that you have now stripped down. So there's a lot of little things that you can do on your own that it's, 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 it's helping you. It's putting the acid back into your skin. Okay. okay, because you need to restore your acid mantle of the skin. Okay, oh. because like do you do that after you wash your face or always always after you wash your face you squirt it and you you dab onto it and then you apply whether it's an essential oil on your skin or serum or you know you apply your your night cream you know you any of that because you have to make sure that you layer things correctly like a cleanser is very important 
you know, that you use a milky type of a cleanser that has enough of enzymes in there that doesn't overstrip your skin, but it, it liquefies any of the buildup that you have. Because unless you're wearing like stage makeup every single day, you know, you don't need such heavy duty cleansers either. Okay. Like for instance, if a person has acne or has any um, skin with special needs, all they need to do is use, you know, they need to, if they wear a lot of makeup, they need to remove the makeup with a milky cleanser to get all the makeup off. Okay. Then they can do a second wash, do a second wash with like a glycolic cleanser or enzyme cleanser something that helps if they have acne now, if they have skin with impurities, okay? And they're on a regimen at home where they're, they're layering their glycolic product, for instance, okay? So, because that will eat away of, of, any, of um, any buildup that they may have, you know, of, of oilness or uh, congestion of their skin just enough because look at that as a liquid exfoliator when I think of that I think of that as a liquid exfoliator you clean take off your makeup you know you, you pat that then you do a second wash with that by putting it on and leaving it there it's almost like an exfoliation and then you wash it off okay then you can apply a little bit of a toner if you want to but it's not needed by that point, now your skin is wide open to, for you to penetrate like a good healing product. Because now you have to remember by cleansing your skin, you have broken down your acid mantle. Okay. So, and you've used the glycolic cleanser now to even open up the cuticle even more. So what do you do now? Now it's cleaned everything. Now you need to rebalance it by giving it by feeding it and, and healing the skin. So your first two, two products that you're using, you literally are drying out your skin. You're changing things. You're drying it out. Now you need to rebalance. As long as you always think about that, like what am I actually doing? If you're not, if your skin does not have really any, you know, any need for glycolic, then you do a milky cleanser, a little toner, and then you apply your, your serums or your, your essential oils, let them absorb, and then you lock it in. You, you sandwich it in with a, a heavier cream to lock it in. Because normally when you use an essential oil, the components, the notes are that are, are, are very fine. So they absorb right into the skin, okay? Same thing with serums. The serums, you know, are very concentrated. So when you apply it on your skin, it's going to absorb immediately. Like even if you're using hyaluronic acid, retinoils, depending on what you're using, then you apply your cream to lock everything in. That's a good regimen to do at night. During the day, like I, when you wake up in the morning, there's no reason to over cleanse your skin again. Why are you doing that? Mm -hmm. Especially if you are the type of person that dries out very quickly. Now, of all these expensive products you just put on the night before, now you're going to strip them down again. It's not necessary. Mm -hmm. What you do is you just, 
you take some cool water, put on your skin and restore it with some, some you know, a toner, mm-hmm. okay? And by using a toner, then you can apply your creams because less is more. Because mm-hmm. during the day is about you protecting your skin, locking the moisture in and protecting your skin. So it's very, very simple to take care, to have a home regimen. Hello guys, you're going to love this little interruption, especially if you've been suffering from maskne. Or if you're not and just want some very chic face masks, listen up. So we're talking about the one and only Izzy masks. You guys, these masks are made from silky satin and they are so breathable and so gentle on your skin. And the best part is that they are so cute and honestly elevate any outfit during this pandemic. So you can get yourself an Izzy mask on izzybazaar.com. That's I-Z-Z-Y-B-A-Z-A-A-R.com. And they also gave us a discount code. So be sure to use Shiki15 at checkout. That's C-H-I-C-E-1-5 to get 15% off your order. As always, stay safe, but make it fashion. So what exactly should we be putting on our face? There's three elements to taking care of your skin, which is cleansing your skin, toning, actually four. There's cleansing your skin, toning your skin, feeding your skin, and protecting your skin. If you remember that, then anything in between that, there's, they are specialties. Okay, like for instance, a serum is a specialty that you're putting underneath. Okay, a scrub is a is a specialty that you do periodically. If you do that and you follow these four basics, cleansing, toner, feeding my skin, which that's when you put your most nutritional, most um, rich product at night, because that's when your skin needs all of that because your skin is at rest, your skin absorbs that product. And so when you wake up in the morning, why strip all that out? So what would you say our top priority should be when investing in a skincare product? When you make an investment on your skin, make sure you make an investment on your nighttime cream and your daytime cream. That's extremely important, okay? and your eye cream make those are the investments that you don't skimp on because if you skimp on that you know you can skimp on a lot of things but don't skimp on that and don't buy it just because you know it happens to be a chanel or like do your homework on some of that stuff you know because you you can buy a serum that costs you like fifteen hundred dollars from sicily i mean (laughs) but you know, people say, why, you know, oh, it's Sicily. Well, that's, you know, cause people are brand junkies, mm-hmm. you know, they want like the best of the best out there and you'd be surprised. Let me tell you, be surprised. If you're in school or you have no money coming in and you are basically, you know, barely making it, you know, how are you going to tell somebody to go out and buy a $50 cream? You, you know what I mean? So you have to kind of say, okay, what do you have in your refrigerator, you know, that we can use? So education is really extremely important because people that have the means 
come in, I've come, I've come about people that have means and have every product you can imagine and their skin is a disaster. And then I have the other ones that don't have the means and their skin is a disaster. Cause so it's all about you know, that person and put that person in the middle and try to educate them and say, okay, take this away, take this away, start using this, start doing this. So again, it's about, it's about that relationship that you're building with that person and, and educating that person. So Mrs. Castaldo, what would you say about products that are endorsed by celebrities? Is that trustworthy? Because like I, for example, really look up to a certain um, high profile people, especially what they advertise on social media. I feel like once you get that product, you kind of get the same results as they do. What do you think about that? So funny. I saw um, Eva Langoria. She's uh, promoting, um, you know, peptides or something with uh, L'Oreal or Revlon or one of those, you know. Oh, I've been using this and it's all great and wonderful. Really? I wouldn't even use that on my dog. You know Is what I mean? Because it's, 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 huh? Is it collagen? No, it's a, it's a peptide. You know, it's supposed to peptide, supposed to smooth out your skin, you know, your fine lines and whatever. But when you think about peptides, peptides, you know, are, you know, it, it, they're using the name peptide. Mm -hmm. And people don't have, are clueless what peptide is, you know, or retinoils or, you know, hyaluronic acid. You know, they're using these names and people have no clue on what that is, but they put Eva Langoria in front of it, you know, and they're going to go out there and they're going to buy it because it's Eva Langoria, because look at her skin. Her skin is absolutely stunning. So if I use it, I'm going to, my skin is going to be just like hers. Mm -hmm. It's an illusion. It's marketing. That's how they make their money. And they use these big names to get their name, get their, you know, business out there. That's what it's, what it's all about. But if you are the educated consumer and you do your homework, when it comes to products, skincare products, let me tell you, there's products and then there's products. And don't tell me that the product that you're paying at, let's say, Walgreens is the same product that a chemist sits there and works and works at it for years upon years to create the best formula. Don't tell me that that is the same product. One of the major questions that we wanted to definitely address with you is, I'm not sure if you're if you know about like the Sephora Clean Certified. Um, they have like this clean certification for products, but the more and more like I was looking into it because I was looking into the skincare line that the Glow Recipe one. Their, one of their products had a really like there they had so many ingredients on the list and when I looked up one of them it just it said it was related something to do with cancer and I was like I know that Katerina will know stuff about like the chemical um, regulation here versus like if there's any chemicals that you would you know that you would just very steer clear of because I know that we don't have as much regulation you know no I think I would stay clear to anything that you can't pronounce 
Oh, that's like everything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm serious. I would stay clear to anything that you cannot pronounce. Okay. And when you, pr when you look something up that you can't pronounce, it's gonna give you some kind of a, br a breakdown because it is, it's such a monopoly out there with all of these synthetics and all of this, you know, these fillers that they put in. You gotta be wary of that. You gotta be wary of, of things that you, you're putting on your face, you know, things that you're putting around your mouth, around your eyes, because you do absorb that. I've developed a few of my products based on one chemist that I work with in Milano. And her name is Sonia Rovesi, and she comes from a generation of chemistry. So, you know, in the chemistry world of cosmetic, it's actually a very small niche of people that work in that industry that furnish a lot of these big houses like Chanel, like L'Oreal, you know, a lot of them. Well, L'Oreal basically buys everybody out, you know what I mean? And that's what they, they do because they don't want any competition technically. They just want to own any, everything. So um, I, I would see, I'm just very picky when it comes to products because when I, put, when I work so hard on someone's skin, I don't want crap on their skin. I would not put something on their skin that I wouldn't put on. And I'm very, very picky. I would rather see you do nothing. I would rather see you go in your refrigerator and put some butter on your skin or go and get some olive oil. You know what I mean? I'm just very picky about that because there's just, you know, the environment has changed so much. What we eat is, comes out of a, a you know, a laboratory, you know, think about that. So well, how do you feel about organic and natural products? Is that something that would be safe for us to just use? Because sometimes there are still chemicals in there that I cannot pronounce, but it is organic. Does that mean it's good to use? When you, when you read about organic or if you read about all natural products, that's another forest, okay? I call them forests because the only way you're going to get natural product, if you go in your, on your yard or whatever you're, you're cooking outside, you know, planting, you cut it and you break it up and you put it right on your skin, okay? It's natural product you cannot it cannot sustain itself it cannot live in a jar without preservatives mm -hmm. you know which is chemicals okay you, you it's a fact so that's why when you're when you're when you're when they say organic or when they say all natural there's nothing natural the only way it's natural if you go and whip it up and put it on your skin so I know you said that every skincare is different. And if you were to recommend anything that someone can afford, it would be natural remedies. But for someone specifically in our age group, like around our 20s, what three main ingredients would you say we need to have in our skincare? I know SPF is major, but is it retinol? Like what is it that we should have? The vitamin C is ex extremely important. Vitamin A and vitamin E because vitamin E is extremely, um, it's protective for your skin. It's lubricant for your skin, all right? So, and vitamin C helps, you know, it, it, it's an anti-aging product. If you're, if you're in like your twenties, you know, once you hit the age of 25, this is when you stop growing. This is when the aging process now starts. 
Okay, now you're done. Okay, until until you are, you know, between yeah, it's the truth. The 25 is when you when the, the cells now start dying. All right, so that's when you need to stick to to products that help to preserve the skin, keep the skin hydrated, keep the skin internally though too. You know, drinking plenty of water, you know, keep it, making sure that you're taking, um, you're ingesting a lot of alkalinity in your body. Okay. Alkalinity is very important because it's oxygen. Okay. So a lot of greens, a lot of, you know, anything that comes out of the earth is good for your skin. But, you know, you've got like collagen, for instance, that's a really important thing is collagen and collagen is great from bone broth. Bone broth. Bone broth, like really great bone broth where you go and you, you know, if you can't find it, go to a nearest butcher and, and order it, order bones and cook them for like two days, you know, to really get the marrow from the bone. That is collagen. That is very good for you. I mean, if you're going to get into doing things that are, you know, are beneficial for, for, for us in, you know, internally bone broth is very, very good. And, you know, and vitamin C and, you know, vitamin A take all, you know, anything with dark leaves are good. So Mrs. Costaldo, I'm just really curious for my own selfish reasons. What are some things that you've taught your children that you want to like embed in their brain? Something that me, Alex, and all the other people who are listening can learn as well. Respect yourself. I always stress, respect yourself because no one is going to respect you if you don't respect yourself. And you're not going to be capable of respecting anyone else mm -hmm. if you don't respect yourself. So these are things that I taught my kids that it's important and, and, and to love yourself is very important because no one is gonna love you like you love you. And no one is gonna take care of you like you take care of you. That's beautiful. You know? Remember that, you know? So we need to respect ourselves and love ourselves and, know, and do not make any apologies for it. I, I, I truly believe that, that People will love you more when you love yourself because they want to be around people that love themselves because they know that they will love them even more. Miss mm -hmm. Castaldo, that brings me to my last question. What is the one thing that you could say to your 22, 23 year old self, a message for her, like from you now to them? To my 23-year-old self? Yeah, if you could time travel back and speak to her, what would you say? What would I say to her? I think I would say to myself is to love you and not have no expectations from anyone else. Just love you and and take care of yourself and and because at the end of the day you have only you and not worry about what other people think of you. You know, just 
be your own person. Say what you feel. It's okay if they don't like you. I've always been a people pleaser because I always felt like if I didn't please them, they wouldn't like me. And I think to my old, to my old self, I would say, no, just love you. It doesn't matter what they think. What, it doesn't matter what they say, you know, because you, you, you are loved. You are real. But I think at that time, I didn't understand that. And I was going out of my way to please and please everyone and to be what everyone else, you know, want, you know, wanted me to be where I just wasn't being me. You sacrificed yourself. Yes, I did because I wanted love and I wanted that affection. I wanted that, you know, who doesn't want to be loved or liked or made to be feel beautiful. I mean, who, who doesn't want, find me a person that doesn't want that. Especially, you know, at that young age where you don't even know who you are and, you know, you don't, you have such a low self-esteem of yourself. You feel rejected to begin with, you know, at least I did, you know, and, and now you're in a strange environment trying to fit in. So what do you do? Try to make everyone like you, whether it's good or bad, you know, and that's where I would say, you know, screw you, you know, you know, I'm going to be, you know, I am me, you know, if you like me, great. If you don't, that's okay too. You know, I don't, I don't need to please you. I don't need to be a people pleaser. That's what I would say. I would definitely, you know, you know, be more in love with myself. I I think that's a good one. I, you know, be in love with, with, you know, love, loving me. You know, and not not thinking of finding love and that's going to make it all better. No, because it doesn't happen that way. Mm-mm. You're right. You're so right. That's such right? great advice. I know Isabel and myself can um, relate to that feeling of being like kind of a people pleaser. We've talked about this, her and I about how it's really hard to let go of that. And you, you do it in so many different ways. Like, I just feel like this podcast is a way for us to express ourselves that feels really authentic too. You know, it's like, it's also really hard to put yourself out there like that. So, um, so yeah, that's just another, it's hard on social media to do that. And um, I don't oh. really feeling like that. <laughs> no, I know exactly what you mean, Al. Like, it's hard not to be people pleasers on this kind of platform because we want everyone to be able to relate and like the content that we put out there. But also at the same time, we are trying to remain authentic to ourselves. So I know what you're saying. Oh, it's it's definitely, um, you know, being a people pleaser it's, it's because we don't, we can't deal with any rejection. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't, we can't deal with any letdowns or people, you know, disapproving of us. I mean, I think that's what we do because we fear it so much. You know, we fear that so much that we, we compromise ourselves, you know, to, to, to put ourselves in, in, in compromised situations where you know you and you and me know that we don't like this, but we're trying to, you know, 
fit in or whatever it is, you know, you know, make them like us or, you know, it's it just like in natural, just in my business, you know, like going beyond, beyond, you know, my, my capacity with some people. And it just doesn't matter because you're working so hard and you get lost in pleasing someone to the point that you're at fault. Because there's some people that knows, doesn't matter how hard you work and how much you give them and how much they drain you to the core, it's never enough. And that's when you have to really make that decision that these are the people that you need to be done with. They, you need to move on because they're miserable people and they're going to drag you down with them. Okay, so I've come across those people where they, they suck the life out of you, whether it's personal, whether it's professional, because all they're doing is, is taking you down. Mm -hmm. they're, not, they're not bringing anything to the party, you know, right. and surround yourself with, with positive, positiveness because you grow from that. Okay, when people and in any type of, you know, environment where, you know, it's, it's stagnant, there's something, something is trying to tell you something, you know, the air is just not clean, and you need to purify it, you know, and it's, it's, it's important, because there's something there that is keeping you down, and you need to come out of that. Definitely. Yeah. That's, that's wonderful advice for both of us and anyone that's listening I couldn't agree more about needing to really hone in on the environment and the people that you surround yourself with I think that's just so important but um purify the air I like I love that so much but um thank you so much again for doing this with us there's this Greek word it's called maraki and it means to put an essence of yourself and everything that you do and I couldn't think of a better word to describe you. Oh, thank you. Thank it's, you. It's, it's so true. Thank you. Well, you know, like I said, I'm here for both of you and I wish you the best of luck, you know, and you're going to be, you're going to be wonderful thank because you. I think, you know, you, you both have a very compassionate, you know, persona that I pick up, which I think that is going to help tremendously on your viewers thank you so you know much. and that and remember kindness you know is really important and and humbleness never lose sight of that because you know again we all we all need to give that mm -hmm. absolutely All right, everyone, that will be it for today's episode. If you found anything helpful from today's conversation, we would love to know your favorite part. So connect with us on social media. We can be found on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all with the username at the Shiki Social. Thank you for listening, and we will see you on the next one. And don't forget to stay Shiki.